the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views of the host and guests are their own, and not those of 9.30 a.m. The Answer or Salem Communications. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. And we are broadcasting live from the South Texas uh, Home and Garden Show here in Wilson County. Having a good time and uh, lots. It's busy. You'll hear all the crowds behind us and all the activity uh, running around. And uh, lots of folks uh, buying different plants and getting free seeds. And Calvin will be back in a minute. He'll tell us a little bit about all the other stuff that's going on. In the meantime, you can give us a call at 210-308-8867. That's 210-308-8867. Also, I'll tell you a little bit about what's going on next week at the nursery. Uh, we've got a great seminar coming up. David Rodriguez is going to be back for one of his another, another one of his free adult earth kind educational seminars. This one is going to be, are you ready for this? Oh, where is it? It's not showing up. Uh, it's going to be on vegetable garden. And um, so uh, you can see David as a part of that. That's going to be from, uh, we're going to have the uh, Your Family Spring Vegetable Garden from uh, 10.30 to noon. It's absolutely free. Just bring pen and paper. Excuse me. No uh, RSVP required. Just come on out. <laughs> Excuse me. And then we've got the blood drive, too, from 10 to 1.30 over at Millburgers. The quarterly blood drive is taking place March 10th. It's your opportunity to give blood, and uh, Millburgers will give you a $10 gift certificate just for going through the process. So if you're willing to donate and for some reason you can't, oh, thank you so much. Uh, then Millburgers will still thank you with a $10 gift certificate. And, of course, if you gift blood, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center has a nice gift for you as well. So come on out and be a part of that uh, and uh, support uh, your neighbors in South Texas and support the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center as well. That's next Saturday. All this information is at MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. What's the story? Calvin not going to show up? I don't know anymore. He, he kind of walked by, took a look at us, and left. I don't. Uh, from what I hear, it's, it's, this event is next week, according to Yeah, me. next week. That's what, that's what somebody told me, yeah. We'll have, to, we'll have to check. I, I was lucky I came on down this week for some reason. <laughs> we both were, yeah. So we'll have to check on that. Uh, Poor Calvin. Yeah, he's running around. He's trying to get a uh, presentation. Looks like at noon we've got um, growing and using herbs, and it's uh, to be determined who is teaching it. So I don't know. TBD. Do you know TBD? No. Oh, you haven't had a class by TBD? Very, very good. Yeah, he does a good job. <laughs> That's what I heard, too. So I think Cal- <laughs> or she does. Cal- Calvin may be TBD, uh, but he was running off and uh, and uh, trying to find, I think, somebody for that one. 
Well, have you noticed everything's blooming, Milton? Yeah. You, my favorite. Your favorite mountain laurels are blooming? I was going to say, yeah. Fragrant. There are. There There's right. Calvin. He came today. Oh, good. And there he goes. <laughs> Bye, Calvin. Okay. Hey, dude. Good and, to see you. And, uh, yeah, so the mountain laurels are blooming. Mountain laurels are blooming. The uh, red buds are blooming. I didn't see any red buds. Oh, yeah, the red buds are blooming, and the peaches, uh, some of the early peaches are blooming. And uh, they're, er, everything is blooming out. And uh, blue bonnets, we're seeing some. Yeah, my blue bonnets are blooming. I, I, I talked to my son-in-law, and uh, he went to the valley the other day. He said they're blooming uh, in the south. That way down south. Is that right? Toward the other side of Corpus Christi. So uh, that's uh, that's that's doing well down here. Uh, now, usually when we come up here about this time of year too, we see a little bit of. Um, uh, we see. Um, what's the purple one that I like so much too? The little one on the ground. Verbena. Is it, I think it is the verbena. So I haven't seen any yet, but I wasn't focused on that when we were driving up. Uh, so we'll see if we see that coming up. It's maybe a little too soon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you can tell the, the ground is warming up because little bulbs are coming out. Yeah. And, uh, and little weeds are coming out too, Milton. Are they? Oh. <laughs> That's not the, good. Those people that thought all, all, all uh, what we call winter, that... Uh, they didn't have any weeds this year. They they've got weeds now. They they're kind of like the blue bonnets. They hunker down and then they when when the, they establish a root system and then when the warm weather comes, they put it on the top growth or they I guess we call that bolting. No, we do do with the onions where they put up their bloom stalk and everything is. Well, Calvin. Well, we. Uh, they came in spite of your article, huh? Hmm? We had someone complain that your the Express News article said this is next week. Do you have your article so we can verify? No, I this think may be fake news. I I checked my article and it, what it's talking about next week is a uh, tomato program over there at Dream. Oh, okay. Well, maybe he was mistaken because he was like, "Why did you?" He came and came and yell at me. He wanted to yell at you, but you weren't here. Well, that's that, that's good. Though. <laughs> yeah. Why weren't you here to be yelled at? Well, let's see here. Yeah. All right, he's looking. All right. Like, that looks like. Uh, is next, it okay? Yeah, that's all next, right. Next week is the uh, is a veg, spring vegetable garden by a free class, Dream Hill Estates, 9:30 to 10:30, March 10, 6800 Dorothy Louise Drive. All attendees receive a free tomato plant. Right. Oh, how did that go this morning? That went. I was I was expecting you to be bruised and battered. Well, you know, I I didn't sleep well because I I had spent all day yesterday here, and then I I envisioned all those, those crowds that we've had for free plants before, and I could see this whole place just packed, and I was trying to get you know for the for the uh, gathering information on where people came from. And but it turned out, and uh, Cynthia and her uh, master gardeners 
They said, no problem. It'll look, it'll be regular. And sure enough, we only had a, I think a line out there about 20 feet, but it was steady. Oh, good. And all, and all the Saturday half the plants are gone. The Sunday plants are hidden away. Yeah. For the, uh, the tomatoes, the milkweed, and the zinnias, and all three went. But you're right, tomatoes first, zinnias second, and then the milkweed went third. Well, that uh, milkweed is kind of small. Yeah, it is a little. You have to be a kind of a butter, you know, be pretty aware with the butterfly issues yeah. to to know the milkweed. But there's a, a remarkable number of people here that. Oh uh, yeah. And the kids did. Kids are doing milkweed out there. Oh, good. Hey, uh, let's get back to this in just a second. I want to help Richard out. He's on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Richard. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Not bad. How are you all? Good. How can we help you? I have a question. What is the uh, generally accepted last freeze date for our area? Internet searches bring back multiple dates. March March 1 is the average for, for us. That's the official yeah. So tomatoes will be safe to go in the garden this weekend. Well, yeah, you know, it's an average. <laughs> Cherry and I have learned uh, we it's real real got to be real careful about being absolute about anything. But the to me it looks like we're we're into the spring season. Yeah, especially, okay. especially if you're if you're going to put that cloth, that uh, web cloth, web, web cloth or web fabric, yeah. web fabric over it, uh, and that'll give you a four to five degrees cold protection uh, from a, from a heavy, light, heavy to light frost. And it'll also give you wind protection, which is more important at this time of the year in March uh, than is the cold protection. So... I encourage everybody to wrap their cages and uh, wrap the cages uh, uh, in in that cloth material that you can get at Mailburgers and other places. And you you really could see the wind situation here. Even we're at, we're at the uh, Civic Center in Floresville, and the free tomato plant giveaway in the morning, uh, and they were nice big specimen from the wholesale nursery. And I propped the door open so Uh-oh. I could move stuff in and out. And within an hour, that those plants were showing wind damage. Wind huh? damage, yeah. Yeah, they say uh, uh, eight to ten mile an hour wind will uh, decrease overall yields. Uh, they're that sensitive to high winds. Alrighty, folks. Oh no, they're a little doggy. Uh, but right, it, yeah, that, you want you want to give your uh, plant protection at this time of year, and uh, I would I would say if you've never tried it before, and you're worried about about the cold weather, uh, or, or worried about the cold soil, I'm sorry, uh, put out some black plastic before you plant them, and that'll control the weeds and also warm the soil up. And the other, the other option is to wait two weeks. Yeah, yeah. The far, the farmer date, farmer uh, last frost date is March 15th. 
but uh, the uh, the w- official weather deal, I think, is like you said, March first. They they've been putting that on the TV on the radio, TV and radio that uh, March first is the last frost-free day, and and uh, uh, uh the weather guys are, are hitting, hitting around that they don't see any cold weather coming in the, in the near future. They won't remember and, that. Yeah, the and then quickly they put in, well, you know, we've had frost as late as April 1st or first part of April. So uh, they're hedging their bets a little bit. But it's just safe to put that put that uh, grow web cloth material around them or plant guard or whatever you call it. And it's not it's uh, not only the weather, but it uh, really has a impact on uh, uh, insect and uh, oh, d- yeah. diseases too. Yeah, we were recommending that to our spider mite lady that had, uh, had spider mite problems all, all, every year. And it, it just dawned on me, all she has to do is Put a barrier around there, put the, which keeps insects and yeah, if you use even a, disease. We've seen it keep disease out too. Now, if you use a sturdy uh, tomato cage, then it's not not a terrible job. The you just wrap it, yeah. yeah you fit it, yeah. as the ladies say. And a little, uh, little clothespins work kind of slick too for it. Hey, Milton, we just got a report that the last chance forever. Folks are here for their last chance again. The bird, the raptor show, they'll be operating at one o'clock to two, and then again tomorrow. So if you, uh, a lot of folks, we can tell that they're here because uh, the, the crowd is kind of gravitating towards that uh, courtyard area out there where the those big oak trees, the hawks. You remember when we did the when they. Uh, did the last chance forever at Millburgers, and they and the uh, hawk decided to sit in a tree. Would stay there for several days. <laughs> yeah. And I get yeah, the, the last chance people would come back every day for like three days before the hawk decided. Well, all right. I, yeah, I'm hungry. I'll go home. Yeah, maybe he maybe he didn't want to go out and hunt for himself or herself, whatever. Yeah. So he right. wanted that free food. Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number. When you come by the Home and Garden Show here at the Floresville Event Center, uh, come by and say hi. Right as you walk in the door, we'll be right in front of you, and you can uh, give us a big howdy. That way we'll know you heard about us, and uh, you can uh, ask gardening questions in person, too. We're kind of an Ask the Expert table right here at the Garden Show, so uh, come on out and be a part of it. Our number, rather, 210-308-8867. That's the number to call to... uh, Get your gardening question answered over the phone. And uh, by the way, you can go ask anybody at Millburgers today. Even though we're not there, everybody at Millburgers is so well trained. Will they notice that we're gone? Uh, they're anticipating bigger crowds today. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what Charles always says. When y'all go, uh, you know, we get bigger crowds. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, I was hoping the weather would be uh, a little nicer, but it's yeah. uh, kind of. It, it wants to rain, but it's not raining. At least here in Floresville, it's gray and cloudy. Yeah, it's supposed we, to rain tonight. Is that about. the deal? Yeah. We really appreciate uh, Millburgers. Uh, Millburger doesn't have a lot of customers down here in the uh, Floresville area, but they're uh, supporting a good cause, and um, and hopefully the 
uh, youth gardening all over the region benefits by the funds raised at this program. And Millburgers is just pretty accommodating. Anything that contributes to good gardening education is uh, something they're interested in. All right, 210-308-8867. A couple other things that Millburgers is involved in. Uh, that gives, gives me the segue opportunity. Uh, the blood drive, the quarterly blood drive is next week at Millburgers. Gosh, so the nursery has been doing this now uh, at least for over a decade. Uh, every quarter there's a blood drive at Millburgers. The South Texas Blood and Tissue Center comes out and people donate. Oftentimes it's the same people because they, uh, they get that card and they give each time. And uh, so four times a year they're given a pint of blood. So you can do the same thing. You can come on out. I'm going to make a suggestion to you. This seems to work best for everybody. That's to go to the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center site and make your reservation. Uh, reserve a time to go and that gets you in and out quicker. Although... In honesty, if you decide at the last moment you want to go, it still doesn't take that long, uh, but it'll be a little faster if you uh, have that reservation, uh, too. But that's a yeah, you've got a special status. Yeah, they move you right in. Yeah. So uh, that, that's going to be next Saturday at the nursery from 10 to 1.30. And then David Rodriguez is going to be there. Uh, he'll be teaching your family's spring vegetable gardening class. At the blood bank? Yes, <laughs> in the blood mobile. In the blood mobile? Yes. David <laughs> okay. will actually be taking blood unless something has changed. I, I'm not sure it's possible. <laughs> no, David will be teaching in the amphitheater uh, and uh, covering all that. So uh, it's a great class. And uh, bring a pen, notebook, lots of questions. It's absolutely free, no RSVP. Uh, required, just come on out next Saturday from 10.30 to uh, to 12 so you can enjoy the class and learn about uh, spring vegetable gardening with David Rodriguez. Millburgers does that for gardeners to enhance your gardening experience uh, each month. And they have children's classes too. Uh, that one's coming up in March as well. We'll give you more information about that as we get closer to it. Uh, but um, those are always a lot of fun, uh, Mary. And, uh, and Calvin's actually teaching the next one. It's going to be on birds and birding, and you'll actually, kiddos will have a chance to make a birdhouse. When is that that I'm doing that? Well, okay, let me go find out since you asked. Um, that's going to be, why am I always telling you about what's coming up? Um, no, backyard because birds. Because you, of your uh, superior it's you uh, and, organizing You and show. Jerry. March 31st. Yes, March 31st. Okay. Jerry Ten, has, it's a, 10 to 11. It's, it's always fun when Jerry goes, now, where am I going to be next yeah. Saturday? Uh. <laughs> so, well, yeah. Jer- Jerry and I, in the, through the years, have a, uh, more, than, more than a few times have had to call each other and say, I uh, didn't write this or I forgot this or I'm not sure that I've committed to this, but I'm not available. Will you go do this <laughs> for me? Um, but... Yeah, well, it's all all for uh, making better gardening. And Milton, the fact that you keep yes such a good record. Oh, is that it? Thank yeah, you, Calvin. That's it. So Backyard Birds for Kids is going to be on the 31st. And prior to that uh, will be uh, Answers to Your Rose Questions with the San Antonio Rose Society. Both of those are going to be part of Millburgers' anniversary celebration. So mark your calendars the 21st through the 31st. Millburgers will have unbelievable deals on plants and lots of activities going on. For more information, go to millburgernursery.com. And, and uh, you must must uh, uh, sign up. You must call to reserve your space on the backyard birds. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because this one was full. The last one was yeah. full. So don't... Uh, 
Yeah, I, th- I think we're actually doing a, a produce some gourds yeah. for a Martin, purple Martin gourds, which ought to be really cool. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up live from the Wilson County, the uh, Home and Garden Show here, the South Texas Home and Garden Show on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade shade or sun and you can find them in shades of red white and pink right now begonias are just 98 cents each in the four inch pot geraniums just scream it's spring in san antonio and you'll find them in a variety of colors in the six inch pot now just 488 this week you'll save on a texas superstar blue plum bago in the one gallon container just 488 you'll save on texas mountain laurels red buds and boston fern hanging baskets all at millburgers landscape nursery at 1604 and bull verde road rob and i always dreamed of having children we tried for years and it just never happened but then out of nowhere here comes madison Having a child with Down syndrome can be challenging, but it's given us a joy we could have never imagined. So when we discussed Maddie's future, we knew we needed a plan that would care for her if we were no longer able. Hi, I'm Charlie Weisinger, board-certified estate planning attorney with Weisinger Law Firm in Selma, Texas. Putting together a will can be stressful, even more so if you have a loved one with special needs. Our team at Weisinger Law Firm has extensive experience working with the special needs community. So if you care for a loved one with special needs, call us at 210-308-0800. That's 210-308-0800 or online at weisingerlawfirm.com. Weisinger Law Firm, peace through planning. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dale Wamsley Radio Show. Weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do. And Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m. The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, if it's bugging you, and we've had a lot of things flying around our offices uh, outside the windows. I asked Warren Remy, I texted him a picture of Spider-Man Pest Control, and they were swarmer ants. And he said, don't worry about them. But, uh, you know, if you've got things, last weekend, Warren Remy was helping a, a business, or rather a, a customer out with uh, termites and swarming termites at his place. So if you've got insects that are bothering you from roaches to termites to rats, rodents, scorpions, spiders, ugh, <laughs> all these nasty things, you need to call Warren Remy at Spider-Man Pest Control. You will not be disappointed. Uh, in fact, uh, someone was teasing me about it because I always talk about this, and it's true. Warren Remy and Spider-Man Pest Control, because he's been doing it so long and has tried a lot of different things to find what works, whether it's organic or synthetic, uh, Warren can is, is the place that people, uh, other pest control companies call uh, when they've got a problem. So, Warren Remy, Spider-Man Pest Control, you won't go wrong, and you'll be really, really happy. Uh, ask, if you want to ask for references, they'll give glowing reviews of uh, Warren and the gang over there at Spider-Man Pest Control. 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. You can find them online at GoSpiderManPest.com. That's GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And we have Shirley is here. Shirley is with the, uh, uh, go ahead and pick up the mic here with the Texas Master Are you with Wilson County Master no, Gardener? Here, grab, grab, a, grab the mic there and tell us what you got. I'm with Gonzalez Master oh, Gardeners. I could have cheated. It's right there, right by the roses. <laughs> we are helping out here at the expo. We have the um, selling the roses. And uh, we'll be here today and tomorrow doing that. And we are hosting, we are having our annual spring plant sale March the 24th in Gonzales, downtown on Hero Square. I hope that a lot of people can attend. We have a beautiful plant sale. We have thousands of plants that will be spread out, vegetables, annuals, perennials, trees, whatever you, whatever you need is going to be there. A couple of uh, kids went with their uh, Home Depot <laughs> they don't have their hammers, at least, but they've got their their little nail pouches, and they're the, they built a little, I guess, a little planters I get for Home Depot. A lot of action back there. So, who else is here? Gonzalez, Guadalupe, Master Gardeners, uh, Divine. Co- I think. Co- so Divine Garden Club is doing the Divine. plant exchange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Comal Master Gardeners are doing the raffle. Okay. Yeah. So, a lot of action. A lot of Master Gardeners uh, support. Right. And then for the Landscape School tomorrow, we'll have uh, Master Gardeners helping Jerry and I and Brian Davis do the program, too. Okay. So tell me about the challenges of growing in Gonzales. Well, parts of Gonzales has sandy soil, and parts of it have the real hard clay soil. So you have to grow according to what the soil type is. That's the soil is pretty much a challenge. You don't have grass burrs over there, do you? You know what? I don't have that many in my house. That's good. My neighbor does. They all blew over there, I think. <laughs> but. So what's your secret of keeping them out of your yard? I don't know. I, I, they just weren't there when we moved there. Oh, okay. <laughs> they just weren't there. Lock. Oh, and we mow Is that called lock? And lock. Lock. Yeah, it's, it's called it's, good living. It's a little bit outside of town, and yeah. But there are a lot of grass burrs adjacent to us. Yeah. yeah. And mesquites behind us. But 
We're okay. Anyway, I'd like to invite everybody to come to Gonzales for the March the 24th for the spring plant sale. Good deal. And then is there a website they can learn more about it? Yes, Gonzales Master Gardeners. Okay. 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 Thanks very much, Shirley. You take okay. care. Great. Thank you. You bet. Did you have a question, ma'am? Can we ask it on the air? Okay, here, grab the mic and you'll be on the air. How can we help you? Fantastic to meet you, first of all. Um, I always read your columns. Um, We live just inside the Bear County line, and we're having a constant problem. I have an in-ground vegetable garden. I have raised beds, and I have a small greenhouse. But uh, if I try to plant anything in the, the ground, we have so much trouble with gophers. And I plant them in those diggers' cages, but get a little tired of having to buy those all the time to, you know, put the, the plants in. Are there any other things that I can do to minimize this gopher destruction? Now there's... You have to trap them or poison them. Poison them. Yeah. And there's... Trap a, them or poison them. Oh, okay. I think there's that... Is it at noon or is it 1 p.m.? There's a gardening Floresville style class. 1, 1, 1 p.m. with Dale Rankin. Yeah. When is it? 1? Yep. 1. 1. And he'll talk about uh, the gophers, sandbirds, and uh, yes. cut ants. Cut ants. <laughs> All the fun of, of South Texas gardening. But that... All the fun of, with the stickers yeah. and, and right now ants. We're having a lot of trouble with ants too. So, but gophers are always our main problem. We have mounds uh-huh. all over the place. So, that's and that's an issue. And that that's why the uh, an extension agent that is experienced in the local area mm-hmm. uh, really ends up kind of an expert on because all, all the all the a lot of the gardeners in Wilson County have that same oh, yes. problem. You know, you're right close to the border. But uh, you might want to ch- you might want to check that okay. out and yeah, see. Yeah, we, we have wonderful soil. I mean, I can just reach in and pull up potatoes. And there, don't or the, an, the ants don't get you if you reach in? No. Well, not in that little garden uh. area. It's usually pretty good. I'm careful. <laughs> and nettles. There really. he is. He's good. he's the one that's going to present the, at one o'clock. Yes. A question about gophers. Gophers. <laughs> Gopher eradication. Eradication. <laughs> yeah. So you is that is that a question, Dale? You anticipate coming up? In your presentation? We might discuss it. <laughs> okay. So. Well, thank you so much. Cool. Thank All you right. very thank much. Thank you for dropping by. All thank right. You. So after the presentation, we don't want any spoil alerts. I mean, we want people to come to your presentation. So afterwards, you'll have to come by and tell us what okay. you told people about how to get rid of gophers. We can discuss some of that in the Okay. In fact, we got James on the line at 210-308-8867. And James is going to offer some advice on getting, I think, on gophers in general or another gopher question. Hi, James. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, how are you guys doing? Yeah, great, Matt. Doing good. Uh, hey, we've got a about a five-year-old experiment going on uh, in Wilson County. Uh, keep the gophers out of the tomato transplants and the squash transplants and you name it. Uh, Rootmaker makes a root trapper bag with a grounder base, and we've had 100% success with those so far. What do you do? It's a bait. Okay, have you ever heard of root trapper? I don't know. They make pots for professional growers. do we? So root trapper, can you not hear him, Kevin? Yeah, well, they make a, a fabric pot that's called a root trapper, and they have different style bases for it. It's called a root trapper grounder, 
I mean, we've been using them for about five years now, and 100% keep the gophers out. You bury them uh, and leave about uh, two inches of the, the top exposed, and then you can either fill them up with native soil or potty soil or whatever you please, and then put your transplant in there and uh, continue. Uh, how how much do they cost, James? I think that's one. one I don't know. i got an account with these people. I don't know. It's, uh, I bet if you buy them off the Internet, they're probably pretty expensive, but... If you get everybody together and get an account with uh, the root maker people, you'll uh, probably be able to get them for $2 a piece. Cause that, that's what I think our uh, our last visitor said that she sounded like she but, was, they were effective, yeah, but they, they were expensive. Well, you know, what? how much is a tomato plant? You know, what's the value of that? So, you mean we would anyway. be best if we don't? If we don't add up all the costs of our tomato plants, you know, we don't want to okay. know what we're. H E B would uh, would be our destination rather than our nursery, because of the what all the costs that. And what's it called? Anyway, again, James? Uh, the root trapper grounders work. Uh, thanks root? a lot. Bye. But root root trapper for gopher eradication. Okay. Thanks, sir. Thanks, James. Bye. All right, 210-308-8867. Dale, you want to grab the mic, and we'll talk a little bit about what you're going to talk about. Or, here, so you're doing the presentation at 1, is that right? Yes, sir. We'll be doing a presentation at, at 1 o'clock, and we'll, we'll basically be, be discussing um, basically primarily vegetable gardening and, and kind of gardening in general to be, to be successful um, here, here in South Texas and in the Floresville area. So... I don't know if there's a direct thing on gopher control in my presentation, but if our radio listeners or our individuals in the audience have that question, we'll be glad to, to address it and talk about some of the things that we can do to control control gophers. And so, and tell what is your title? You're introduced, folks, to yourself. I am the county extension agent for Ag and Natural Resources in okay. Atascosa County. All right. So, do you occasionally get? Questions about? Do you occasionally get questions about gophers? I do occasionally get questions <laughs> about gophers at, at my office. Yes, I do. What do you recommend? Are you from, were you familiar with the uh, the trap that he was to the root trap? I don't know if I'm particular with that particular trap that, that okay. he mentioned, but one of the things to to do to try to work to control gophers is there are several bait products out there that are. <clears throat> that are basically grain-type baits with some, some toxicants that are put on them and using them in, in the holes themselves. There's also a number of companies that make gopher-type traps that are very, very successful mm. with doing it. The, the key thing with gopher control is finding that tunnel that's active and getting on it quickly, you know, on an active tunnel, and then using those traps those baits and just staying after the gophers don't don't quit and don't don't give up sounds like you may not be able to keep your job you'll have to retire so that you can go. well <laughs> you you have to be diligent in it and, and work around it you know once you figure out how to use those traps correctly you can be successful, and there are some smart gophers out there that you have to outwit <laughs> yeah. and outsmart to be able to control them. You know, one, another thing that uh, Dale, Dale and his uh, counterpart in Wilson County and uh, in uh, Carnes County, they're really recruiting for uh, the uh, Master Gardener, South Texas Master Gardener chapter, a new chapter for Master Gardeners here, and so they're you come over here to the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show, 
uh, you could actually sign up or uh, a lot of people getting more information and there's already a schedule of, for the training and uh, starts in April, finishes when? June? June the 5th. Yeah. We start on April the 3rd, go through June 5th. And we'll be meeting every every Tuesday. We'll be rotating the, the classes around the three-county area. So if you're interested in becoming a Master Gardener, you can come out to the South Texas Home and Garden Show and find out more information about it. If you can't make it out this weekend, just call one of the extension offices, either Atascosa, Wilson, or Carnes County, and we'll be able, glad to get you have the information. We, have we told Dr. Parsons that he is teaching part of that yet? I hope we have, Calvin. <laughs> we have. I wouldn't dare say that if I hadn't, although he might forget sometimes. You oh, know. I don't think he would forget. Maybe he just, you know. Yeah, I do. All right, thanks, cool. Dale. Thanks, Dale. Good luck on your class. Break a leg. Break, you, break a gopher. Did you notice that there was a master gardener in there teaching the herb class? All right. Yeah. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call. Be a part of the show. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up live from the Flores Convention Center uh, here in Floresville. Uh, sorry, the Floresville Convention Center here in Floresville. And uh, we are a part of the uh, South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show on 930 AM, The Answer. It's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the 6-inch pot, now just four eighty-eight. This week, you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in a one-gallon container, just $4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. Our world is in a state of unrest. What will happen next? How will it affect me? Can I make a difference? Who can we turn to for answers? Well, that's simple. Turn to us. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Matt McCall. I don't believe in kicking cans down the road. Paid by Matt McCall for Congress. Building a strong community takes each one of us, and Project One can connect you to organizations and companies that are doing just that. Listen this weekend to Project One for the way San Antonio organizations are changing lives and transforming our community. Hi, this is Jan Johnson. Join me this week as we feature J. Gyra Ministries. This Saturday night at 9, sponsored by Documation and SACLF. One person, one hour, one life changed. Project One. Alamo Shooting Sports presents the Second Amendment Minute. 
with Chris Fales. I'm Chris Fales, owner of Alamo Shooting Sports. In America, the right to bear arms has always been seen as a vital right, ensuring protection for you, your family, and securing your property. In the midst of the American Revolution, these rights were being explicitly included in early state constitutions. In writing the Federalist Papers number 46, James Madison contrasted the proposed American federal government to European kingdoms that he criticized as being afraid to trust the people with arms. Madison went on to assure Americans that they would never need to fear their government as they had the British crown because the Constitution would ensure them the advantage of being armed. A select committee was assembled to review amendments proposed by James Madison who authored the language that would become the Second Amendment to the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. By the grace of God and these brave new Americans, we now live in a free and prosperous nation. I'm Chris Fales. Alamo Shooting Sports is a place where retail meets lifestyle, a place where new shooters and pros can shop, where Americans' rights become its pastime. At Alamo Shooting Sports, we educate and enrich the shooter's lifestyle by providing top-of-the-line customer service and low prices. Come by today and get a free carry case with any pistol purchase. Alamo Shooting Sports is in the Gallery Oak Shopping Center at 281 Just Past Thousand Oaks. Call us at 210-490-4867 or find us online at Alamo shooting.com. There are two radio stations in this city that focus on good news. One is the good news about the economy, jobs, consumer confidence, and the defeat over ISIS. One is the good news about the victory over the cross. One is all about the here and now. The other is all about eternity. To get through the day, you need both. So when you want to know more about the day's news and what to think of it, turn to 930 AM. The answer. If you want to change your life, turn to AM 630. The word. Together, we can change the world. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening's uh, Texas, broadcasting live today from Floresville at the uh, Floresville Convention Center, having a great time, and uh, part of the uh, Flores, actually the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show, which is today and tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow, let's see, Dr. Parsons is speaking at 2. Did he get that? Did he write that down? At 2. At 2. After the show. He's speaking on growing tomatoes. Then we've got from 3 to 4. The topic is E. coli in the San Antonio River, which is going to be taught by Rebecca Reeves. And tomorrow, Calvin Finch is part of the Landscape Design School. He'll be talking about landscape design and resources. Then uh, Jerry will be speaking on plant materials. From 1230 to from 1130 to 1230 is irrigation and maintenance. And there's lunch. And then, uh, oh, it's the Landscape School. I'm sorry. So are there no are there other presentations tomorrow other than the Landscape School? Yeah, there's. Uh, I'm trying to think of what the after the landscape school. Uh, the birds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. One o'clock. That would be uh, last chance forever. Uh, but uh, oh, and then there's uh, another Texas superstar. Uh, where Jerry will be talking about Texas superstars in the landscape school, but there'll also be a separate class that'll be. Offer and I'm not sure, Milton, what, uh, what time. It I don't. Is. Yeah, we'll have to get a list. Sir, did you have a question? Can we ask it on the air? 
Okay, here you go. You're beyond the air. These guys will be able to hear you. What you got going on? Yeah, my name's James. I live uh, close to Lytle, and I picked up this Miss Dudley Cross over here when I walked in. How much room do I need to give that? Uh, or I guess I should ask, how tall and how wide does it grow? Yeah. Miss Dudley will get uh, seven. Yeah. Meyer, Meyer. Tall? Five to seven. seven. Oh, my good. It's a big one then. Big specimen. Yeah, Mid Dudley is a big one. Okay, I've got room. I just need to make sure I plant it in a right yeah, so, yeah, but it's it's a it's a pretty disciplined grower. I mean, it doesn't sprawl. Yeah, it's got a good shape. Okay. Yeah, no, no, thorn, no thorns either. That's the That's the good thing. Yeah. yeah. You don't need one of these every time you go and yeah. prune and do whatever. Yeah. yeah. All right. Appreciate it. And good. Uh, so one of the one of the three or four of them. Including um, Belinda's Dream and Grandma's Yellow, that nice cut flowers too. Yeah, I, I know y'all talked about the Grandma's Yellow before in the air. I heard they didn't have any. Did over they sell them all out already. I huh? guess so. That's what I was looking for. But the Miss Dudley Cross. Huh? Yeah, that's a, good, good. that's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Tough. My, you know, some some years you can have eight months of bloom. Okay, and it doesn't require all the spray and all that, like a hybrid tea yeah, or anything right. like that. Yeah, uh, Millburgers has the Grandma's Yellow. Millburgers has it. Okay, all right. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Time. Good question. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. I wonder if he checked... They've got they've got it under Nacogdoches. Oh, you want to check during the break? Yeah, I want I yeah want to see if they've got Nacogdoches. They they might have sold all the Nacogdoches too. Yeah, yeah. Arlene, whatever happened to the poor Seguin, that yellow, Jerry? Did it just was it put out to the what? The yeah, Seguin the yellow. I've never flag. heard of it. You have too. Never heard of it. Okay. Now just we're in denial here. All right. <laughs> yes, they do have Nacogdoches. Okay. So well, you'll have to go find them and, and tell them. Should I, should I sure, you can go. Take a, take a break. Go find them so you can help the uh, Gonzalez Master Gardeners with the sale. we talk them into All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. There's four left. 210-308-8867. And uh, outside of San Antonio, 866 866- 308-8867. What you got going on over there? I got that, uh, you know, we were talking about Texas mountain laurels blooming and the redbuds blooming, and they're on sale at Millburgers. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you're covering this in your in your promo. Well, the, uh, the funny thing was that but when I started doing the promo, they weren't on, they, uh, I, I announced it but hadn't seen them blooming, and then it, then, Pretty much the next day, all around town, I saw them blooming, at least the mountain laurels and stuff. So, yeah, if you're seeing them blooming, you're going, man, I want one of those. Uh, Millburgers is the place to go. Sorry to interrupt you. Go ahead. Anyway, uh, they've got 20% off the red buds. And Calvin mentioned in his article that uh, the kind of red red, he's talking about blooming things in today's paper. Uh, page C14 in today's paper, uh, my essay, San Antonio Light Express. And, uh, he's talking about, uh, different things that are blooming now. Talked about paper whites and they're, they're coming out and all the, 
things that are blooming. Then he talks about the the red buds. I mentioned the red bud and talks about the that you want to get Texas red buds or I mean they also call them Mexican red buds for this area. And of course, you could. The list is really gotten long now the texas mountain laurels are blooming and yeah uh the snapdragons i talked about will be blooming in two weeks they've started uh, just doesn't take a takes a little bit of a nice mild weather and everything perks up that's why jerry and i are kind of betting on uh this um, we won't see any freezes and it looks it looks like the soil will start to warm up but you gotta be a little careful uh yeah because, uh, you, you know, if the tomatoes, a few days of 65-degree uh, weather doesn't mean that the soil is going to warm up immediately. So. Yeah. And we're we're trying to get some pepper, you know, our pepper project that's, uh, that's coming along. And uh, we've got... We got four four varieties we're trying to, to get plants of. And uh, Ms. Nethery up in uh, Junction furnished us some uh, uh, a large jalapeno uh, seed, and uh, we, we, we had uh, we had to take it out of dried fruit. I had I'd never done that before, but it came up. It came up uh, pretty fast. It came up this week. All right. But now what hasn't come up? Is, oh, no. is, is the real grande gold and uh, and the chili uh, Parsons potent chili penguin. So uh, they haven't come up, they haven't germinated yet where the uh, others have. Now that's that's not a good sign. Oh. But I, I had those uh, penguins, uh, pe- pedine peppers, in my refrigerator. I mean they were extracted. And immediately dried and immediately put in the refrigerator. So I, th- I think there's still hope for them to come up uh, a little bit later on. But if, if, if at least we'll have the Lajo, largest jalapeno on earth, and also we'll have a, which is a mild pepper, a mild jalapeno. And we'll also have, uh, have a a new large jalapeno that's a hot pepper so we'll we'll have the jalapenos covered and like i said they just germinated they've just started putting them into into containers now so uh we're we're kind of on schedule but uh i'm I'm worried about the uh penguins and uh and the rio grande gold we've got a lot of rio grande gold seed that we found and uh, we may have to seed seed some more, and that's going to throw our timing all off. I wanted them all all four to be ready at the same time. But uh, Millburger will have what we get, uh, what we ha- what we ac- actually are able to germinate uh, when they when they're ready and available. Uh, also, also we're seeing weeds coming up uh, when we're talking about. Uh, uh, I was telling, I think you walked off, I was telling Melton about the, my son-in-law saw some blue bonnets uh, blooming 
not you just King Bloom mm-hmm. uh, down around Corpus, uh, south of Corpus Christi, uh, toward the valley. So uh, they're beginning to come up and bloom too. Our plantings uh, of the different colors and uh, are are having sparse blooms, but. Uh, so we'll we'll be heavily roguing those uh, in the next couple of weeks uh, as they begin to put out that king bloom, and we can see what color they are. So, uh, but the the weeds are coming too, and those little yellow. I guess most I I guess most weeds have yellow yellow flowers. The, the 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 weeds that come up in the lawns and and dandelions and yeah. those types of things thistle thistles and you have now, yellow of course yeah, of course the handbed is uh, pretty serious yeah it's got purple but uh, and, and also the the we actually had a lot of uh, of that bind wheel. Let's see what do you call it that gets on the dogs that I always hate uh, uh, beggar's life. Beggar, no, the, uh, uh, the 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 weed that oh bed straw bed straw yeah. bed straw and uh, we sprayed it this weekend so uh, or this is last week on Thursday but if you if you're having weeds in your lawn and the weather the weather temperature the temperatures are staying cool again with the the best. Um, Weed control that will take care, take out the weeds, and not hurt the grass. Any any grass that you're growing is one called weed-free zone. It's called weed-free, F-R-E-E, zone, and that that's effective and and fast-acting in cooler temperatures. Uh, uh, over at the greenhouse, we had had different types of weeds, and we sprayed Roundup. But uh, as long as the temperatures are cool, it takes Roundup a long time to work, uh, if it works at all. So, uh, weed-free zone is your best bet. Now, if you're you're grass, you've got grassy weeds. We talked about earlier in the winter, you could control them with one of the uh, contact herbicides, Grass Be Gone type things, or Fusilade, but Right now, they're all rush, uh, rescue grass and annual bluegrass are all rushing to set set seed. They're kind of at the end of their lifestyle. Uh, probably won't benefit you at all to the contact herbicide now. Uh, best thing might be just to make use, use your string more and your lawn more and try to reduce the amount of seed produced. Right. Because if you sprayed them, they're not going to die any faster than if you, the hot weather kills them. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, probably mowing is your best bet. Uh, we've again we've had trouble with henbit, and henbit is is that little kind of viney weed that has a purple bloom, crinkly. It's got a crinkly, dark crinkly green. leaf and uh, purple bloom, and uh, it it comes up with the blue bonnets. And uh, and the, and it outgrows the blue bonnets. In other words, it gets over the top of the blue bonnet. The problem we have with it is when it starts dying, uh, or the hot weather knocks it out, it gets powdery mildew or a powdery like powdery mildew like 
of fungus disease, which also can be spread to the blue bonnets. Now, I know the pathologists say, well, those are different uh, organisms, but uh, we've seen it in the field where if you have a heavy infestation of, uh, uh, of uh, henbit with disease on it over a blue bonnet transplant or blue bonnet plant that you're trying to grow, that plant will come down with uh, the sim similar symptoms and it will eventually die. So we go in there and hand weed it. You have to hand weed it because it comes up right alongside the, the blue bonnet. So, but, but, and there's no, nothing you can spray on there that will kill the hen bit and not kill the, the blue bonnet. And I, I, blue bonnets I, I, are broadleaf. I read an account, and I can't remember the source, that uh, uh, hen bit is one of the uh, most competitive weeds in terms of water and nutrients. Oh, is that right? Yeah, take uh, really... Uh, you know, all weeds compete with uh, desirable plants for for the moisture and for the nutrients that are available. But henbit is really can, really oh. really efficient at uh, taking advantage of what's there. So it's a good one. It's a good one to get at after in your garden to get it out of there. Uh, relatively easy to pull. Yeah. But it but you're right. It gets tangled around. Yeah, it gets tangled around. Now. Uh if it's away from other desirable plants, you can mow it. And uh, Neil Spear makes a comment that uh, once you break it off or mow it, it'll it'll die. It won't re-sprout like a lot of other weeds will. That that you want to kill all the way to the root. But uh, anyway, it's one to be reckoned with, and it's it's. It's, uh, all of these weeds, if you're going to spray them or mow them or whatever, it's best to get them while they're small. And also before they can it can make more seeds, especially with the hen bit, because it, it puts out a, a tremendous tonnage of, uh, of seed uh, per plant. So, uh, uh, not tonnage, but anyway, a, a bunch of seed that'll that'll bother you next year too. So anyway, uh, all right. The mountain laurels and red buds and peaches and blue bonnets and and Milton found a shrub in the in the neighborhood called Laurel Petalum. You know, we had a guy bring one in. Hey, we, can th we can think of the name. Yeah, what else do they call that? Fringe flower. Right. I, I think fringe flower, flower. yeah. That's it. Well, I'll keep thinking about that, and we'll talk about that after the break. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. We're live in Floresville from the Home Garden and Environmental Show on 930 AM. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. We're going to talk to Trace. Oh, we got him on the line right now at 210 We got Trace on the line? Yeah, so we're going to talk to him about the plant of the weekend. How wonderful. Weekend, weekend, weekend. What so, is it? I, I don't can know. hardly wait. Trace, are you there? Trace, come in, Trace, I, come in. I'm here. Uh, we're we're doing a lot of throwback plants. So this is uh this is another old fashioned plant. 
that uh, a lot of people planted many, many years ago, and uh, it's not as commonly used anymore, and I don't know why. The Lady, Lady Banks here rose. Oh, uh, wow. It's a Louisa. It's not really a rose. It uh, grows kind of like a climbing rosewood with yellow flowers, and they they take cold really, really good. In fact, they actually need some cold to bloom, so it's not one of those plants you ever have to go worry about. Do I cover it? Do I don't cover it? You never cover that plant, and you actually get a better show of blooms when you don't. Okay, it's a you want you want to tell people it's a it's a very it's it's thornless first of all, right? Right, no thorns because it's not really no thorns, but it, it's a rapid climber, right? Yes, sir. I've seen it over um, buildings. I mean, we're not yeah. talking about a hybrid tea situation. Where's it? Where's it best used? Around a, on a fence line or on a any, on a trellis? Any, anywhere, anywhere in the sun. I would put a trellis up. Although if you were staked it long enough, it would actually be a freestanding little plant or tree. That's true. Yeah. If you staked it when it was young, it, it would be a freestanding plant. Did you sign in? Yep. But it it it's a very it's. And when I, I say vigorous, that's an understatement, uh, growing. They are growing beautiful little yellow blooms all over it. Um, these are great-looking plants. They're a five-gallon can, and they are $29.99. Wow. Yeah, yeah if you look on the Internet. If... Go ahead. I'm sorry, Trace. Go ahead. Oh, no. Go ahead and talk about what you saw on the Internet. Oh, no, I just say if you look on the Internet and look for the pictures, they're gorgeous, and you can see a, a both uh, a close-up on the flowers as well as a, a wider shot of the plant, and uh, both of them are very nice. Well, I've got one uh, just outside my door that's starting to bloom now, and it's gone 40 feet up into the yeah. mesquite and live oak to get to the, the sun, and then there's another, that's the white one, and that's got some thorns on it, the, uh, I've got another one that's uh, got the classical shape out in the full sun. Uh, uh, the branches, what you, a weeping shape, and that's that's got yellow flowers, and that doesn't have any thorns. I think most of the modern ones are are thornless. But uh, yeah, it is a long-lived, tough rose. Only blooms for. How long have you had yours for? Oh man, it's long. Got to the house long before I got. Yeah, I've, I see them around San Antonio, and they look like they've been there a while, which is really mm-hmm. kind of cool. Yeah, they're they're. And I don't think they get any disease. I don't. Uh, I've I never can't. heard of disease on the leaves. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's a great plant, very durable, and it's very, very beautiful this time of year, or coming up this time of year. Yeah, sounds good. The deer will eat them, but not fast enough. <laughs> So uh, Trace has got them in how in twenty nine ninety nine. What size the container? Five gallon. They're about four foot tall. Okay. And uh, what you can do is you can go on by Millburgers today and get them, or if you'd like to, you can call them at four nine seven three seven six zero four nine seven thirty seven sixty, and they'll put aside some for you. Just tell them what you want. And whether you want one or two or three or whatever you'd like, they'll put them aside. It's a nice service that they offer our listeners uh, to to do. So what else is going on? Hey, Trace, talk about next weekend. 
Well, let's see. Next weekend we have David out here, and he's going to be doing a adult seminar on vegetables. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's uh, it's very uh, very very much needed for the average vegetable gardener to grow successfully. And we want all of our customers to be successful. So if they come to this seminar, and it's free, uh, they will learn how to grow their tomato plants to get the most out of them. They'll learn how to grow their squashes, zucchinis, and eggplants, and, and be productive, be your own farmer in your own backyard. There you go. David does a good job for that. He's taught it before. Uh, and I was telling folks, uh, this is something I'll do every month. Um, at the nursery, you have David there or uh, someone else to do an adult uh, seminar on the Earth Kind seminar. So uh, it's uh, keep going to MillburgerNursery.com if you can't go to this one. But this is a good one to go to. And there is no yeah, charge. You just come on out. Yep. And uh, you still get, get here early. Yeah. And you still got tycoon tomatoes, right? Uh, there was about six flats left this morning. Wow. Okay. All right, hurry. If you're looking for Tycoon, get on over <laughs> to Millburgers now and uh, get them because uh, it's kind of last chance forever Tycoon tomatoes. <laughs> literally. <laughs> it is literally last chance forever. Uh, and Trace, uh, the blood drive real quick. Oh, yeah, we're uh, do that next weekend as well. It is? Uh, I believe so. And uh, so we'll have a bus out, and you can donate blood, and uh, we know everybody has it in them. So uh, yeah. come on out, and we will, we will give a, a gift certificate uh, on top of whatever the blood drive people are, are handing out. Yeah, just for going through the process, just for volunteering to give blood and uh, going through it. So if for some reason they say, you know what, you can't get blood this time, Bill Burgers will still thank you with a $10 gift certificate for uh, coming out, uh, which is great. Well, Trace, we'll, we'll reach out and talk to you tomorrow, too, okay? We miss you guys. All righty. Thanks, man. All right. Uh, got a question from the crowd. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Well, come on. You're on the air. How can we help you today? All right. So we, we have, um, I guess it came in the sod that was planted in our yard, but it's a heart-shaped vine that gets a little red berry on it. And no matter what I've done, it's spread and it's spread, so it's gone from being a small little area to probably a 10 by 20 patch of our backyard. I want to I want to say it's uh, smart weed, but that's not a little red bear. Yeah, it's it's wax, a real waxy uh, vine. It's got it's one of those two that has a little the organs in the soil, so it can it can survive any kind of drought. Um, what kind of lawn do you have, San Augustine? Uh, no, Bermuda. It's they a hybrid Bermuda. Bermuda. Yeah, it's. Um, have you have you tried any any of the herbicide on that? <laughs> My wife will only let me do organic. Oh, so. <laughs> well, then get get your uh, your dirty jeans on and go out there and dig that thing up. Uh, but it is it's difficult to control even with with herbicides. Um, I still can't think of the exact name for it, but it's uh, people. I know some of the listeners out there know what we're talking about. Yeah, you could call us at 210-308-8867. Uh, uh, she let uh, hmm, contact? And uh, one thing that how about how about this? Can you if you cut if you cut the vine at the uh, 
where it comes out of the ground, you know, you, you might be, there might be five or six different places. And if you, all you have to do is touch the uh, uh, stump vine, uh, uh, let's see, dead vine, stump killer, what is it? Is that organic? No, but oh, I'm, uh, just, uh, I'm suggesting this. Oh, that he, okay. That if you might, had a friend that had one yeah. whose wife wasn't, you know, just we're just saying. All right. Not, not, not for on, you. It's on a little brush, and you just touch that. You just put a little of that stuff, and it tra- translocates into that root system. Otherwise, you just got to, if you're going to try to do it organically, you just got to okay. dig it out. Yeah. And, that's, and the, you, you can she do a fair... A little brush might here and yeah. there, so it doesn't get on the dog's feet, you know. Yeah, that, yeah, that'll work. Well. And, that, and that's the same stuff, uh, cut vine and stump killer. It's the same stuff we use for hackberry seedlings or okay. mulberries. And it, it's really a, you know, you prune it, touch a little on there, and then you don't have to prune that same one over and over. Okay. Look, look at that. Uh, another thing is about it, it's real, relatively inexpensive and uh, really... You know, li- limited. It's imp- just like you said. It's impact and contact is really limited. We uh, use it. We've even used it in uh, rose beds. Okay. And uh, as long as you follow the instruction and are careful about it, it doesn't affect the it doesn't translocate to the roses or anything. All right. Thank you. Good luck. Bye bye. Thanks, Dennis, for your patience. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. What else is going on, Calvin? Tell folks uh, right right just, now just the uh, uh, the last chance forever has started out there, um, and then uh, tomorrow again at one o'clock they'll be there. Landscape school tomorrow. Uh, the youth the, the youth activities have been fun. Uh, the ki- the kids uh, Home Depot they've been b- building a little uh, transplant trays, and then they've gotten taken them and gotten uh, milkweed transplant some little milkweed seedlings in there and that, that's been that's been fun and there's also uh, Texas Parks and Wildlife guy out there teaching the kids how to do fly how to do uh, flies for fly fishing how weird is there uh, a lot of fly fishing around this area um, the Ange- the uh, the river is right right okay. close and and you can fly fish in it. That works. That's cool. Yeah, and you can you can fly fish anywhere. There's no. sun sunfish if you want. Okay. But but basically he's he's helping them make a little, um, well putting it on a little pin so they can wear it as a, a oh okay shoulder pin. So uh, lots of uh, lots of uh, activities and the kids seem to be involved in. There's a good lunch being served and. Lots and lots of plants being sold, including uh, rodeo tomatoes. And Dale right now is uh, ready for his Floresville. There is uh, gardening style Flores, uh, Floresville class. Uh, so that that's happening. What do we we go till four o'clock today, and then uh, starts again at nine o'clock in the morning. And you got more stuff, uh, free plants starting tomorrow at nine. That's right. That's we're starting all over. We uh, divided the free plants in half, uh, and they're, you get, if, if you get here first thing in the morning, you get a choice between a rodeo tomato, a dreamland zinnia, or a, uh, a tuberosa um, a milkweed, a butterfly weed, and they're in uh, three and a half inch pots, uh, so they're substantial plants, and then 
and it's while they last, and there's about uh, 300 of those, so it's a, it is a, a good number. Um, let's see. In the landscape school, I mentioned, if you want to participate in the landscape school, it starts at 9 tomorrow. It's $25 per individual and uh, $40 for two of you from the same household. Uh, just show up uh, at this point and, uh, at 9 a.m. and we'll get you a spot in the, in the class. And you'll get all the handouts, including uh, a disc of uh, drip line gardening and uh, Texas Superstar plants uh, and uh, the San Antonio water system uh, landscape uh, guide and including the city of Austin uh, plant list too and then the individual consultation that will be in the afternoon so bring any plans that you've worked on or notes you have or special problems and uh, the master gardeners and Brian and I will We'll talk to you about uh, those issues and see if we can help you solve them. Very cool. All right, our number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free, 866-308-8867. Yeah, we want to keep reminding people, as, as Calvin did in his Dig In Now a section, that uh, as you're pulling your fall tomatoes up, they, they should have, if they show nematode damage, which are knots on the roots or rotted roots the even even this late in the season uh, even though they've been frozen off when you pull up the roots uh, if they have nematodes uh, and this is this is nematodes are pretty rapid down here in the sand uh, they, they really proliferate in the sand I guess they can move move more in the sand than they can in the they're microscopic worms. We've got, uh, got pictures of them, my microscopic pictures of them on uh, plantanswers.com, and we also talk about uh, using the uh, nematode-resistant varieties. And Calvin's got that in his uh, in uh, section C11 in, the, in today's paper, and he talks about uh, using only the nematode-resistant varieties if you find nematodes in your garden because there's no chemical to treat them or no other situation to, to get rid of them uh, at this late date. So uh, the, ones that, and the ones that are on the market now uh, that are nematode resistant, Valley Cat is the main one, Tycoon while they last, and uh, as far as the cherry tomato, BHN968 uh, is a cherry tomato, uh, and it's uh, and celebrity. Those are nematode-resistant varieties that are available at Mirbergers and at, at, at uh, other nurseries across the area. But the uh, you 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 don't want to doom your and and the pro- the problem with you you may have a good tomato your plant may grow well at this time of the year because the uh, nematodes are not real active. So what what it what it but a- after the soil temperature warms, they find the roots of the new plants and begin to uh, 
stunt the plant and uh, cause uh, reduced uh, production. Last and uh, last year, summer and fall really seemed to be yeah. uh, really responsive to nematodes. I mean, because they, uh, I just didn't expect the the uh, production to be affected that much. But you could really tell which were the nematode oh, yeah. resistant varieties and which weren't. And in the greenhouse, uh, we see. Uh, the ones that are affected with nematodes have foliage. They look like they have foliage disease on them. When they've got a heavy infestation of nematodes, I, I guess uh, they're uh, sucking the juices or whatever nematodes do and causing the plant to uh, slow its growth and have a, have disease symptoms on the leaves. So if, you, if you've had... Uh, if you have a larger plants and it fit, they, they usually really start showing the symptoms when they get when they get a, a large fruit set, huge fruit set, and so uh, you've got to you've got to determine that you have them before you plant, and only plant nematode-resistant tomatoes. That's about all you can do. Uh, Kevin also mentioned that this is a good time to uh, aerate and top dress your lawn, and uh, you can rent a you can rent an aerator from uh, Home Depot or Quality Organic or others that do those, and uh, and you can also do the top dressing for uh, compost. For, for a compost for top dressing. Uh, there's. Uh, are, are there any vegetables or anything in there? All right, 210 308 8867. We're going to take a quick break. Greg, hang on the line a sec. We're going to come back and talk to you about your peaches right after this. 210 308 8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from the South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Verde Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun and you can find them in shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Geraniums just scream it's spring in San Antonio, and you'll find them in a variety of colors in the 6-inch pot, now just 488. This week you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in a one-gallon container, just $4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Verde Road. Alamo Shooting Sports presents the Second Amendment Minute. 
with Chris Fales. I'm Chris Fales, owner of Alamo Shooting Sports. In America, the right to bear arms has always been seen as a vital right, ensuring protection for you, your family, and securing your property. In the midst of the American Revolution, these rights were being explicitly included in early state constitutions. In writing the Federalist Papers, number 46, James Madison contrasted the proposed American federal government to European kingdoms that he criticized as being afraid to trust the people with arms. Madison went on to assure Americans that they would never need to fear their government as they had the British crown, because the Constitution would ensure them the advantage of being armed. A select committee was assembled to review amendments proposed by James Madison, who authored the language that would become the Second Amendment to the Constitution. A well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. By the grace of God and these brave new Americans, we now live in a free and prosperous nation. I'm Chris Fales. Alamo Shooting Sports is a place where retail meets lifestyle, a place where new shooters and pros can shop, where Americans' rights become its pastime. At Alamo Shooting Sports, we educate and enrich the shooter's lifestyle by providing top-of-the-line customer service and low prices. Come by today and get a free carry case with any pistol purchase. Alamo Shooting Sports is in the Gallery Oak Shopping Center at 281 Just Past Thousand Oaks. Call us at 210-490-4867 or find us online at Alamo Shooting Sound asleep, the Coopers awoke to a strange sound. Honey, what's that noise? Is that a bat? Maybe it's a bird? Go look. You go look. Ah, it's our paint. It's peeling off of our house. If only they had hardy plank siding. Hi, I'm Frank Carter with Brightwing Custom Exteriors. If you're ready to add value and protect your home, plus save money, call Brightwing Custom Exteriors, a James Hardy preferred remodeler. With our free no-obligation consultation, we'll come to you with new ideas and make your home new again. And as a one-stop shop when upgrading to Hardy Plank Siding, update your windows and doors. We'll even install new seamless gutters to protect your home. Find Brightwing Custom Exteriors at brightwingcustom.com. There you'll see satisfied stories from happy South Texans and view hundreds of photos of our work. 210-621-3745 or make an appointment online at brightwingcustom.com. When it's time to choose sides, choose Brightwing. Who's right? Who's wrong? Sometimes it's hard to tell. But if you listen to 930 AM, The Answer, that question will be answered. Ask the questions, we'll supply the answers. 9.30 a.m., The Answer. I'm Matt McCall. I'm running for Congress for small business and real jobs. Hey, I'm Matt McCall for Congress. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 9.30 a.m., The Answer. we got a lot of phone calls, so we're going to talk to Greg, Monica, and Meg. So Greg is first. Hi, Greg. Welcome to Millburgers Garden in South Texas. How can we help you today? Oh, good morning, gentlemen, or afternoon now, I guess. Good afternoon. All right, so I I, uh, I live up east of Dallas, and I, I planted some peach trees uh, end of January. So this is my first uh, first time really dealing with peach trees. So I <clears throat> bought the tree. I got two peach trees, two plum trees. Uh, all were in gallon pots from the local nursery, reputable and everything. So, so they're in, uh, and my Alberta peach variety is starting to bloom a little bit um and i'm assuming this year is not going to be a fruit producing year for these trees so i I need to know what i need to do because my understanding is the blooms represent fruit 
So should I should I pick those or just let the blooms go for now, or, or what? How what do I need to do to make the trees happy? What did he? When did you plant it? Uh, end of January of this year. Oh, okay. So they determined that you. Well, with you know that's that that is the probably the best thing for long term trees. Just let them concentrate on foliage and roots this first year. Uh, yeah. So you would you would you would just uh, enjoy the blooms and then pick the blooms before they uh, set fruit. Or most people would do is uh, let three let or four set, let them set fruit. Yeah, yeah set let them set fruit. You're not going to then pick the fruit. Up. Yeah, you're not going to kill the plant. It uh, and it's uh, you might get a you know you you can see how, how it'll produce and you you get a few pieces of fruit. But, yeah. Uh, so the, cla- so classic, the, the classic recommendation, horticultural recommendation, would be you just take the fruit off so that the, tr- the tree doesn't have to worry about filling it out. So do you think that's a, these are like two-year-old trees? Because they're uh, the main stem is they they range from five to six feet tall. So these would be two-year-old trees, I guess. Well, yeah. If they're if they're in a rooted in a container. Yeah. Uh, they're yeah. They weren't. They weren't. They, they were bare root. Yeah. A bare yeah. root. Yeah. They. Uh, no, they weren't bare root. They were in containers, one gallon containers. Okay. I, I'm yeah, well, trying to figure. They're small. That is small. Uh, yeah. Usually they're three gallons or at least or five. Um, but I mean, is there a lot of a lot of blooms? Uh, on the Alberta, I'm standing here looking at it. On that Alberta, there's probably 30 or 40 blooms on it. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, it, it just seems like a lot, and I don't want to, I just don't, I want the this guy's plant, you know, or the tree this year to just take advantage of growth, you know? So I don't yeah. want to overburden it with Yeah, you don't, you don't want to have 30 or 40 peaches on there. Uh, enjoy the, so enjoy not, the blooms, and the, enjoy the blooms, and then, uh. Just leave a few fruits so you can see it. When they, oh, okay. So, so you can you most can let of them will, most of them will fall off anyway. But yeah, I was gonna say you can let them flower, make it, let it look pretty, and then then you can pick that off. And, yeah, I don't, I don't think it'll. I don't, I don't think you need to pick off the blooms. Okay, I think I heard or read maybe Neil Sperry in one of his columns one time talking about when you do pick these blooms, you always pick off the ones. That faced into the tree. Is that right? You ever heard that, or did I read that wrong? Well, now they did. They just take off the cut of the shoots. Yeah. Take off the shoots. Yeah. Face into the tree. Well, they they they, oh. they like the the fruit to be set well spaced through the tree, and they like the fruit to have access to the sun, uh, for to some extent. Uh, and so, yeah, deep in the shade in the interior of the tree is not the most desirable. They like it, you know, if you have it kind of a saucer shape where the uh, branches on the outside are 60 degrees, that's that's where the fruit, yeah. you generally want the fruit set, not not with branches that are in the middle of the saucer. Okay, maybe that's what, maybe that's what he yeah. would get yeah, you can, the interior blooms you pick yeah, those. Yeah, you can okay. uh, 
Thanks, just, Greg. Just don't let the tree. Yeah, just don't let the tree overextend itself, and you, it'll be fine. Yeah. Okay. Alberta, Alberta is tough to grow here. He's in Dallas. Yeah, that's still oh, tough to grow okay. in Dallas. Thanks, Greg. You yeah, take you'd... care. Oh, good. All right, 210-308-8867. Monica is on the line. Hi, Monica. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. And my question is on the corn gluten. Uh, I do have pets and small children. Is this something to consider as opposed to commercial on Bermuda? Oh, yes, I just didn't understand. I'm sorry, we didn't hear you though. She has corn okay. gluten. I'm, I'm, oh, that's a weed preventer for yeah for a weed preventer for Bermuda grass. Well, if you time if you time corn gluten right, you get some some control and uh, it'll 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 uh, prevent some weeds from germinating and it'll kill some small weeds. It's uh, uh, it's not always effective, and the timing is so key in soil moisture and things like oh. that. So you got to follow the right. instructions really close. Right. Uh, you had a question. What would you recommend? What would I? Yeah. What what I, would would, I, I have pets and, and small children. What would you recommend? Like well, to use now. And understand it doesn't kill all the weeds now, but it's a preventive measure. Yeah. Uh, I I always use a, a different you know a commercial product like a maize or um, a dimension or something something like that and just follow label instructions and they're okay. they're safe for pets and for uh, uh, for children at least my my children grew up and uh, but you could you could try that some some folks swear by the corn gluten and have, have good luck. So you know, uh-huh. you want to give it a try if you got right. it already, and follow the instructions. No, I haven't. It's quite, it's, yeah, it's quite expensive. That's why I hadn't bought it. Yeah. So uh, okay, tell me again what you use. What you? What, I didn't dimension, quite hear what you. Oh, dimension. dimension. Okay, got it. Or, or, or uh, a maze. Okay. Okay. They're, they're, easy, they're easier right. to use, not, not and as expensive. And they got a longer residual, too. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. I'll look Thanks, at Monica. Good luck. Thank you, so much. You, t- you take care. Thanks for calling. All right, 210-308-8867. Then Meg is our next caller at 210-308-8867. Hey, Meg. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. How are you? Good. What's going on? Well, I have a bit of Asiatic jasmine that I'd like to get rid of, and my neighbor is helping me because I'm 83, and he's pulling it up, but it looks like it's really tough. Is there something I can put on it to kill it, make it easier? Asian jasmine. <laughs> no, no, it's Asian jasmine is hard to get rid of. I mean, it's, it's a small, especially a well-established bed. You it can is. you can mow it down now, but uh, you know get get you one of these uh, shredders and and shred it down and mow it down. But about the only way you can get get rid of it is dig it up. Okay. And that that's that's gonna be that's tough. But it's it's got a, a 
uh, a uh, massive root system and that that's very uh, very li like a tree there it's almost like uh, very li like a tree there it's almost like getting rid of a tree so try I've never I've never seen a of course we we recommend uh, roundup and some of the other herbicides to actually weed get weeds out of Asian jasmine because it really? doesn't kill it doesn't because it doesn't Asian kill it. <gasps> but you could you could try that mowing uh, but, but is it a real prosperous bed or is it yeah you just don't like it because it is sparse looking or no it's I'm getting rid of it because it's so much work for me okay to, uh, how is it, it how does it work for you well, I have to. I use the weed eater on it. Oh, right. But if you if it wasn't there, would you have to mow the grass or? No, if if it wasn't there, um, I'm getting uh, the rocks and put or you know stones okay. and put that in there. Yeah, Once you the might. Asiatic jasmine is out. That's what I yeah. planned on doing. Because I need less work. I'm too, getting too old for this. How 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 big is the bed? Uh, it's about um, two feet wide and about um, ooh, thirty feet long, forty. And, and is it thin or two feet or four feet or? Two feet wide, two. out from the house. Yeah, you and might that, you, you might be. You could you could try Jerry's mowing. You just mow it a few times. You just keep mowing at it until it declines. But it might be worthwhile in your case to get a just get a helper or a contractor just to dig it out. One. Well, my next door neighbor said he would do that, but he's working so hard. I thought maybe if I put some something on it to kill it, it might be yeah. easier. That's what that, that's the the issue though. I don't know if uh, so it's so hard to use remedy in the middle of a landscape like yeah. that. But uh, that that might just be the uh, a thin bed is uh, if it's not so wide. Yours is thin. That, that that's rel uh, nothing. Never digging it out is easy, but it's re much easier than a than a wide bed in terms of the, those root system. Is having. it under trees or anything? No, it's right next to the house. The only reason I put it in was because the grass wouldn't grow there. It was so shaded by the right, house. Right, right, right. And it worked just exactly the way you wanted it, huh? Yes. <laughs> but now I'm too old to take care of it. Yeah, you might You might have to take advantage of your neighbor's offer. I was wondering if I used 50% uh, vinegar on that. Would it do anything? No. Uh -uh. It'll kill the weeds out of there. Oh, yeah, no. Really? Yeah, it's 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 tough so and resistant to contact herbicides. Yeah. No, okay, okay. Well, I'll tell my neighbor that. Keep digging. Yes. Sorry, Meg. Yeah. I too. Thank Good luck, you so Meg. Much. Bye. 
All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll free. It's 866-308-8867. We'll take a quick break and come back in a moment. You're listening to Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from the uh, South Texas Home Garden and Environmental Show on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And if you're ready for spring, Millburgers is ready to help you out with lots of ideas like petunias on sale in the 4-inch pot for just 88 cents each. They're absolutely gorgeous. Plant them in mass, and you'll be able to when you save in the 4-inch pot. Again, at just 88 cents each. Begonias are absolutely gorgeous and one of our most popular color plants. You can find varieties for shade or sun, and you can find them in shade. Shades of red, white, and pink. Right now, begonias are just 98 cents each in the 4-inch pot. Geraniums just scream. It's spring in San Antonio. And you'll find them in a variety of colors in the 6-inch pot. Now just 488. This week you'll save on a Texas Superstar Blue Plum Bago in the one-gallon container, just $4.88. You'll save on Texas Mountain Laurels, Red Buds, and Boston Fern Hanging Baskets, all at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Verde Road. Dale Wamsley explains what happens when the government gets involved in your money. Cycles have normal restrictions upon them. And if it was a pure and open marketplace, you could count on cycles to keep us going in the right direction in a safe zone forever. But my friends, when the government gets in and gerrymanders the world, cycles are not pure. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weeknights at 9 on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Make plans now to join Salem Radio Network hosts Hugh Hewitt, Larry Elder, and Mike Gallagher on the 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise. Sail around and explore some of the world's most beautiful islands, then at night gather together with Hugh, Larry, and Mike for a special time discussing a fresh course for this nation. The 2018 Aloha Talkers Hawaii Cruise sets sail for seven days, August 11th through the 18th. For all the details about this cruise, visit 930amtheanswer.com or call 855-655-1335. That's 855-655-1335. Book your trip to From Washington, D.C., it's the Cal Thomas Commentary. And now, here is America's number one syndicated columnist, Cal Thomas. It's called The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change by Mark Morano. If you ever wanted a book that completely refutes the bogus science on this issue, get this book. Here's what the late John Coleman, founder of the Weather Channel and meteorologist, says about the book. Quote, We meteorologists are well aware of how limited our ability is to predict the weather. Our predictions become dramatically less reliable as they extend into the future. When we try to predict just a few weeks into the future, our predictions become increasingly inaccurate. Yet, the climate change establishment that now dominates the UN bureaucracy and our own government science establishment claim that they can predict the temperature of the Earth decades into the future. Their global warming scare is not driven by science, it's now being driven by politics. You'll love this book. Again, it's called The Politically Incorrect Guide to Climate Change by Mark Morano. It destroys the climate change argument, and it does it with science. It's irrefutable, but the left will ignore it in their pursuit of a political agenda. 
I'm Cal Thomas. For a free copy of today's commentary and other information, visit calthomas.com or send a written request mentioning the date and subject to Values Through Media, Post Office Box 7065, Arlington, Virginia, 22207. Tax-deductible gifts support these commentaries and are appreciated. Listen again next time for the Cal Thomas Commentary. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. We love it, too, when she finds us. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the answer San Antonio skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the answer San Antonio. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what is your favorite radio station? That's easy. 9.30 a.m., the answer. Welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas, where we go right back to the phone lines at 210-308-8867. And Terry is on the line. Terry, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you today? Hey, I have two um, fig trees. One's a Celeste and one's a brown turkey, and neither one of them are showing any signs of putting on um, leaves. The, the little tips are not even swelling yet. Is that, is that about normal for this year? And and there what varieties did you say? One is a Celeste, and the other is a brown turkey. And how old are the plants? Well, I I planted them about a year and a half ago, and they were about a year old when I And they leafed out and everything, and yeah. then went dormant in the in the fall, right? Yeah. Okay, they're they're just slow to come out. Uh, I don't okay. think you, there's nothing you can do to stimulate the bud growth uh, uh, but they did they did grow pretty well or, or leave out oh, last yeah. year right yeah they were they were beautiful and and they grew quite a bit okay. um, but I'm They're in not, the hill country that, so it may be later you know yeah it's, it's a little bit later you're getting anxious you want your babies to come out <laughs> Yes, I am. I just didn't. I I did not want. I it didn't get any of the figs yet because because um, the little animals that live around me are a lot more. There you um, go. Yeah, competitive than I am, and so I really this year I want to want watch them and 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 take care of the figs when I finally get them. How are you going to take care of the little animals? I don't just. Try to cut off their their um, access <laughs> some way. I don't know a, a net around. It. They're it's, they're not so big that I can't cover them this year some way. You know, right. at least from the base. Right, right. Uh, but they did they did have some uh, ripe figs last year. You just didn't get yeah. to eat any. That's right. Okay. That is correct. Yeah, that that uh, exclusion is about the only way to to handle that. Do you have yeah. deer? Uh, Are the deer bothering? Yes. Yeah, I have deer, but I, you know, they're they're in a place where it's not real accessible to the deer. Um, it's probably more all the other little critters, uh, the raccoons especially. Oh yeah, raccoons love them and possums. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, well, I, I just wanted to make sure that I, I, um, they didn't die because of the extreme weather. This no, I don't, I don't think uh, 
Lisa, of course, we're in San Antonio. Where are you in the hill country? Pipe Creek. Kirk Creek? Pipe, uh, Pipe Creek. Oh, Pipe Creek. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, I don't think it got cold enough to kill figs this year. Well, even, no. Uh, even even up Pipe, there. Yeah. I, I happen to live on top of um, one of the hills, so it's elevation is... That's good. Yeah. So that's good. I, okay. Well, that that answers that question. I did have another question. I was. Um, I am thinking about growing elderberry elderberries commercially, and um, I wondered. And same area. So I live on a rock, and I would have to bring in all the dirt and everything. So, uh, do you have any suggestions? Elderberries. Yes. Did you say elderberries commercial? Yes, commercial. Is there a, is there a demand for elderberries? Yes. Okay. Uh, they I think they're fairly easy to grow. They they do better on acidic soil. Of course, you got alkaline soil. Have you grown yeah. some plants before? I've grown plants before. Yeah, I haven't done anything commercially. How did, just, how, you know, how, how, how did your production do on the plants that you grew? Fine. I, I, I do pretty well on things that I grow as, as long as I, you know, tend them and, and uh, you know, take care of them. <laughs> if I just leave them, they're not going to do very well. But, yeah, I, I do pretty well. Okay. And And is this a pick-your-own-elderberry deal or...? Or how well, are you going to do it? Um, my understanding is three acres is enough. Three acres um, production is enough for, um, a, you know, a reasonable uh, living. And so I will be just growing them, you know, in rows. Just uh, where where are you where are you where are you getting this information from? Um, some seminars. Yeah, nice. see, it's uh, elderberries are more of a northern northern product. Uh, I mean, more more of a northern plant and more of an acidic soil plant. I, I I personally can't imagine a market for elderberries. There is a market for elderberries. Okay. There, now, there really is, and I hope I'm getting in uh, the tip of it where. You know, I won't be. Um, there won't be as much competition. No, there. Trust me, there won't be much competition. <laughs> okay, Actually, I, I would advise you to start out small. Well, I have to because I'm doing and this see, myself. And, so. see, and see, see, uh, see what the market will bear. Right. Yeah, did, did, but, did you say you're going to do a pick your own, or are you going to do a no, I'll try to, to sell them? I'll have to harvest them. Oh, no, no, no. People won't come in and pick them. No, no. Because elderberries themselves aren't edible. I mean, they're they're bitter. They're not, it, It's the medicinal um, quality. Right. That, that, so I will be picking them and shipping them. I'll just be selling the berries to whoever is going to do this, whatever. Oh, okay. 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 Well, I wish you well. I'm I'm not uh, familiar with uh, 
uh, elderberry marketing. Okay. I know. I know the well, plant. It, okay. it, it grows wild in t- Tennessee. Okay. Well, what I understand is, it, you know, you don't really start using the berries until the second year. The first, I mean, they'll they'll start producing the first year. They're just like a bush, right? And they and they they say don't trim them or anything for the first couple of years. Just let them grow right. wild and and find their own shape, and then you can start. And you know, you know, you're the that. you're the first person I've ever heard of in 40 years <laughs> that uh, that are wanting to grow elderberries in in Texas. That, that are going to grow them on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's going to grow them on purpose. The birds will like them. Yeah, that, that's another thing that you're going to have to deal with. Yeah, I understand the birds like them. A deer like the the foliage and the the branches, but not the fruit. Because right. So all of all yeah. of what you have at Pipes Creek. Right. Yeah, I've got all of that in Pipes Creek. Yeah. Okay. But, well, I wish you well. Let me know how it comes yeah, out. Yeah. Thanks, Terry. Keep <laughs> us informed. Okay. All right. Bye. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. What else uh, is going on, guys? We were, t- we were talking about uh, things blooming, and uh, Neil Sperry's article has got some information. People that uh, wrote in and said that they had uh, two mountain laurels that have been in the landscape for five years. They bloomed the first year, but they haven't bloomed since. So what what can you do to get them to flower? And uh, you know I <laughs> I see see these mountain laurels all over town blooming on fence lines and everywhere else and then solid rock plantings. So uh, uh, well. Neil says that what can keep them from blooming is uh, uh, cold weather, which we haven't had. Excessive shade, which is a possibility. I, uh, I, have, I have seen them bloom sparsely in shade. Uh, too much rain, which we haven't had. Too much nitrogen in the fall when they should start setting flower buds. Uh, most people don't fertilize their mountain laurel. They just, they just get the fertilizer that you put on your lawn. But we've seen folks really pump them up and, uh, you know, like double the growth rate and not have any blooms. And then they get to the height they want and they stop and then they do start yeah. start blooming. So that could be uh, maybe maybe the fertility is the problem. Or the, the problem he did mention is that... Uh, they put on their their uh, bloom spikes in the uh, in the fall. You mean those ugly hanging? Yeah, they uh, they look like string, yeah. brown string on there. Cut them and, off. And a lot of people cut them off. We've heard of people cutting them off, thinking that they were dead branches or or just something that uh, they shouldn't shouldn't be on the plant. But that those those long brown strings are. Or gray string, or uh, the the will develop into the blooms the following year. So uh, 
are the following season. So you don't want to take those off. But other than that, I don't know, uh, like Calvin said, maybe drop back on the fertility and, and that will help you. But uh, we haven't had too much rain or, or, or too much cold weather that would have uh, damaged those blooms. And that to prove that, they're blooming all over town, you know. So I don't know where this person was uh, located, but uh, you always uh, that always is the case when you talk about blooming or flowering or producing plants. Uh, on a good year, you'll always have somebody call in. Well, mine didn't bloom. You know, crape myrtles are, are notorious yeah. for that kind of thing. The, the, we have some late blooming ones, so. Uh, but if you see those gray strings on there, that's bloom buds, and, and uh, they've got to bloom, those, those gray Leave them there. Leave them there and uh, give it a little more time. Uh, also, uh, somebody said that, uh, uh, that they, they've got daffodils. Are are going are not going to are produce they produce only leaves, you know the daffodils and whatever come up and produce lots of nice healthy leaves but no flowers, and uh, they only bloom the first spring, and uh, that uh, Neil talks about them uh, using uh, almost surely. Chose a, you almost surely chose a large flowering variety, such as King Alfred, Mount Hood, uh, Unsurpassable, etc. Uh, even even some of, he said even some of the smaller daffodils find our Texas climate unsuitable for reblooming. And uh, years, but two or three years ago, I guess it was. Uh, we brought this point up that uh, the daffodils have a tendency not to bloom after the first year. And uh, Charles and people in Milburg brought in one that's supposed to supposed to rebloom, and it did the second year. And if I remember right, it was quail. Oh, well, that was the name of it, yeah. quail. Yeah. There's there's some there's a Bill Welch in his book lists some others. Uh, Campanelli, uh, Golden Specter, and so it starts with a T. I can't think of what that one is. Uh, but at least three of those yellow booming, but they're smaller yellow flowers mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that uh, will naturalize. But uh, of course, all the paper whites, which are closely related, most of those will naturalize and bloom every year. Yeah. So anyway, that's that's what's causing your uh, mountain laurel and your your daffodils not to bloom. It's just a select a variety selection and the daffodils and uh, prob- probably shade or too much fertility on the on the mountain laurel. Alrighty. So Jerry, you're speaking it too. Do you need to? I guess so. Am I in that room he's, right there? Why yeah, don't he's you, right there. Uh, if you, I thought of something. If you want to write down your address for me, I'll take care of the thing we were talking about, if okay. I can. All right, 210-308-8867, but we're really almost out of time here in uh, Floresville. 
I want to tell you about a couple things real quick that are happening at Millburgers. Now, next Saturday at Millburgers from 1030 until noon, it's going to be your family's spring vegetable garden. It's an adult class uh, taught by David Rodriguez, an earth kind seminar. And it's going to uh, talk about uh, what, you know, like uh, Trace did a great job of explaining it. So what tomatoes will grow, what vegetables will grow, how to grow them, and how to have the most success. So it starts at 10.30 and goes until noon. It's uh, first come, you know, seating-wise, first come, first serve. But there's always good seats in the amphitheater. And you just bring a pad and paper and uh, or a pad and pen, and you can... Uh, you can just enjoy the class, have plenty of questions with you, and uh, David will answer those. It's oftentimes, David is very generous with his time, so even if the class goes uh, beyond noon, uh, David is uh, oftentimes still answering questions uh, beyond that. So come on out and be a part of that, and I think you'll enjoy that a great deal. Then we want to remind you, too, so that's 1030 to noon, your, sp- your family's spring vegetable garden uh, with David Rodriguez. Then uh, from 10 until 1.30, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will be on hand, and they'll be doing a donation for um, blood, obviously. So you can uh, come on out and give blood at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center. Now, Millburgers will support it. To support it, they'll give you a $10 gift certificate. So uh, even if you can't give blood for some reason, if they say, well, no, not this time, there are something, uh, you can uh, Smilburgers will still thank you with that gift certificate. Uh, and if you do, and if you donate blood because you can, then uh, the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center will have a nice gift for you as well. So uh, come on out and be a part of both those events. A little tip on the blood drive: if you can, make a reservation through the uh, website at the South Texas Blood and Tissue Center, and that'll make sure that uh, you have uh, got a space and it'll help uh, speed it up a little bit too. But it doesn't take that long, honestly. Uh, so come on out, uh, come on out and uh, be a part of that. That's uh, next Saturday. For more information, go to MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. All right, we'll say goodbye for today, but we're back here at the South Texas uh, Home Garden and Environmental Show here in Floresville tomorrow. Uh, the show is over at 2, so uh, we'll be here from noon to 2, so come on out and visit it. Thanks to Al doing a great job. Thanks to you for listening. See you tomorrow on The Answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.